Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Dr. Ron from Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, here on Blog Talk Radio. We are here each and every Tuesday at 4 p.m., bringing you the latest medical commentary. We will bring you very interesting guests. We can be reached at 347-989-8899 or, of course, on the Internet at blogtalkradio.com. I thank you for making this the number one listen-to medical program here in South Florida. And we will get on with the show very shortly. Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored, here on Tuesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Welcome, everyone, and thank you for tuning in and making us a very popular health radio network. I do appreciate that, and as I have told you in the past, I always have an attitude of gratitude for all of your support. Ladies and gentlemen, today's show will be dedicated to our mother, Mildred, who passed on Friday, a tremendous woman, always positive and outlook, and she gave us the strength to keep going forward. And we will also remember our, our dear friend and longtime listener, Natalie. Natalie also passed this week uh, quickly. A uh, dear friend uh, of uh, the family, a friend of my wife since childhood. So we want to uh, dedicate this show today to mom and to Natalie. So ladies and gentlemen, with that, I go, I go back to what I've told you in the past. Life goes by quickly. Do what you can today as you can never be sure where you are on the back nine of that golf course. You have no promise that you will see all the seasons of your life. So live for today and say all the things that you want your loved ones to remember and hope that they appreciate and love you for all the things that you have done for them in all the years past. Life is a gift to you. The way you live your life is your gift to those who come after. And ladies and gentlemen, make it a fantastic one. And I want to take this moment also to thank Sean Kopko, who was our guest last week talking about water. He had a little problem with shuffling papers, but we had a good response to his program. And uh, we had requests that he come back and talk about uh, reverse osmosis in the home, uh, water conservation. Everybody was surprised about how much water we waste and about the impurities and chemicals and drugs that are in our water. So we will have uh, Mr. Kopko on at another date. So with that, let me get on with the uh, lawyer stuff. This program contains general medical information. 
The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. The information is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You should never delay seeking medical advice, disregard medical advice, or discontinue medical treatment because of information heard on this program. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, today we have our guests, uh, Dr. Dan and Dr. Jerry. I'll, I'll bring them on, and then we'll have some opening remarks. And uh, I, I did talk to Dr. Jerry about the show earlier, and we're going to bring up some information on smart meters. We're going to talk to you about LED lights and lights from computers and blue lights and what you can do about it. So, Dr. Jerry, are you there, sir? Yes, I am. Thank you very much, and um, I'm looking forward to it. One quick commentary about the water. I, you know, after uh, we spoke about the water, I went down and checked my filter, and uh, it takes out the three-tenths particulate matter, and it was like slimy sludge in there. I couldn't believe it from the, from the city water. So I quickly changed the the insert, and uh, what a difference. I mean, it's just the taste in the water. It's amazing. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, it's not. You know, it's a, you turn on the spigot, you turn on the light switch, and there's a lot you take for granted, and uh, uh, and especially the waste that that Sean brought up last week. You know, just keeping the water running while you're brushing your teeth or shaving. I mean, millions of gallons is just amazing. Yeah, well, one of the things that I instituted, I have a pitcher up in my bathroom now, so when I'm, you know, warming up the water, I collect the water. Because I have a second filter that's a countertop that I pour my my purified water in, and I run it through another system. So instead of wasting the water, I collect it in in the jugs, and then I pour it in that. So he <laughs> he made me get conscious, you know. Yeah, he he made me conscious also. I really uh, there's there's changes in our house that are it's just simple and that's not affected our life. So uh, he was he was a good guy. He apologized for shuffling all the papers, but his desk got uh, messed up by uh, uh, well before right before he came on the show. Well, Doctor Dan, thank you for introducing Sean to our program, and how are you today? Uh, fine, uh, Ron. I just want to extend our condolences again uh, uh, about your mother and uh, also your uh, friend that passed away. So may God bless them. May their souls rest in peace. Well, thank okay. you so much. Much appreciated. Okay. All right. The, well, uh, well, yeah. I uh, there's there's such a difference. I had mentioned that Berkey filter that that I have here. Uh, if I make a mistake and accidentally drink some water from the tap, I go yuck. I, I can't stand it. <laughs> it does well, you make know, quite Dr. a difference. Dan, you know it's interesting. You brought that point up. I went with my friend to a restaurant and they brought you know glasses of water over. And I'm not used to chlorinated water, and you could smell the chlorine in in the yes. glass of water that they. Oh my God! It was like offensive. Right. Such a difference. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, we, Dan, well, Dan and Jerry, I, I I came from you know north. I came from the Pennsylvania. Now I live in a community, uh, Bonita Springs, Florida, that has reverse osmosis and just the normal chlorine that's in uh, well water. 
the water is so great that uh, you know you go to a restaurant they sell uh, you know regular water or bottled water. There, I I don't think they sell any bottled water in my community. So we're no we're, we're we're really thankful. Yeah, the, the water is good good here too. It seems like wherever the reverse osmosis is present, the water really tastes good. Yeah. Uh, unless they put chlorine in it, and then you got to get that out too. So. Well, the other thing we'll talk about, as Sean, he knows about, and uh, Dr. Jerry also mentioned about it, all the drugs uh, that people flush down the sewer system and uh, how it gets into the groundwater and eventually into our water, and they don't measure for it. They don't. There's no way they, they check uh, for drugs. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about light, uh, LED light lighting, and we're going to talk a little bit about smart meters and something I don't know a lot about, a Faraday cage, and Dr. Jerry will bring us up to date on that. But I will tell you, there was an article in the New England Journal of Medicine, and the title of this article by Dr. Plant, P-L-A-N-T, is called Transient Smartphone Minus. So we'll open with this, and, and we'll explore the uh, uh, topic of light, and especially blue light. So using your smartphone in bed in dark, hear this, can cause temporary loss of vision. This article in the New England Journal examined only two cases. Uh, they attended the Mooresfield Eye Hospital in London after experiencing recurring Episodes of temporary blindness Recurring now The first case was a 22 year old woman Who had experienced impaired vision In her right eye at night For several months The second case involved a 40 year old Woman who experienced six months of Visual impairment in one eye For up to 15 minutes when she woke Well guess what When both patients were seen By the eye specialist And neural ophthalmology clinic it was found that both women's symptoms developed minutes after they had viewed their smartphone screen while lying in bed in complete darkness. Further investigation showed that both patients typically looked at their phones with only one eye because they were resting on uh, their side and the other eye was covered by a pillow. Well, the experts explained that while one eye got adapted to the dark, the other became used to the bright light from the phone screen. When, when the women used both eyes again, the one that had been staring at the screen was unable to cope with the darkness, leading to a sensation of loss of vision. So the two, uh, two of the authors replicated the situation themselves, uh, doing their own experiments with themselves, and saw, saw how long it uh, took to recover. And the experts, quote, say that smartphones are increasingly being manufactured with bright screens. We all know that. And they're used day and night. And they, they feel that this condition is going to become more common. So it's pretty interesting where you could go uh, go blind looking at your smartphone in bed. All right, any comments? Yeah, the worst is when you go to a movie theater and someone's texting and it looks like uh, – you know, someone sending a, a signal up to the uh, UFOs <laughs> in, a, in a complete That's dark. That's true, though. I forgot about that. You're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. And, and considerate people. I mean, these young kids, they, you know, they think you, it's like an appendage, the phone. They can't get rid of it. <laughs> well, you know, I forgot. 
Uh, Ron, does this apply also to iPads and uh, laptops and uh, TVs? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's the same thing. All that, yeah. all that blue light. Yeah, well, all you know, it, it messes up your the melatonin and your circadian rhythm, and then you have sleep insomnia issues. Uh, it, it's horrible. You know, you know what it is. There's no long-term studies, Dr. Dan, on on this technology. They just throw it out there. In fact, um, if you really want to get an eye-opener, you go on YouTube and uh, Barry Trower, T-R-O-W-E-R. First name is B-A-R-R-I-E, Barry Trower. Retired physicist from the U.K. Mm-hmm. He also worked with MI5, so he's no flake. You know, this guy has impeccable credentials, and he'll tell you, he has about at least 15 YouTube videos of the deleterious effects and and the Tatra system that the the firemen, the police, the emergency wagons are using. They have no no documentation of the safety, so they're literally using these people's guinea pigs to determine what the heck the side effects are from the Tatra uh, band uh, emergency system is. Mm. I'll look that up. And I'll give yep. you, I'll give our audience another one to look up because this is one uh, that Dr. Mercola thinks is one of the most interesting interviews he's ever done, and that's with a Dr. Alexander Wunsch. That's W-U-N-S-C-H, who is a world-class expert on photobiology because they're really interested in whether light can affect your health and. Well, we'll talk a little bit of, about that after the break, but, you know, we have talked about uh, Dinesh uh, and his spectro, spectro, spectrometer that was seized in the, uh, in the early part of the 20th century. But this, this video, Dr. Mercola feels, is one of the most interesting he's ever done, and uh, he, he thinks it's going to have enormous impact not only on preventing blindness as you age, what he feels is that the, the light that we're experiences, experiencing is a pervasive hidden risk factor for sabotaging your health. You know, uh, we talked about it last week, didn't we, about the, as a result of energy efficiency, there's been a major transition to using LEDs as their primary indoor light source. It worked like a charm, right? We, we, we reduced our energy requirements by 95% compared to incandescent thermal sources of light. However... The heat generated by incandescent light bulbs, which is infrared radiation, guess what? It's actually beneficial to your health, so it's probably worth the extra course, uh, uh, cost. And what are the major downsides to LEDs? Well, we really don't know everything, but they may actually be one of the most important non-native EMF, electromagnetic field radiation exposures, you are exposed to on a daily basis. So... We are told not to ignore these new insights. It can have very serious long-term ramifications. And you know what it could lead to, which really is, is, is uh, sad? It could lead to age-related macular degeneration. And ladies and gentlemen, AMD is the leading cause of blindness in the United States and elsewhere. And it can cause mitochondrial dysfunction. All right, so... Uh, I'm going to uh, I'm going to just uh, mute Dr. Dan's uh, phone here for a second, so I'm getting the feedback. So, you know, uh, we we take these things for granted, but we, we really shouldn't. 
So, what is light, ladies and gentlemen? The definition of light as applied uh, to artificial sources is, is rather distinct. Visible light is only between 400 nanometers and 780 nanometers, but light is actually more than just what your eye can perceive. This video that I, uh, by Dr. Wunsch says that when we look at sunlight, we have a much broader spectral range, somewhere around 300 to 2,000 or so. For our energy efficiency calculation, it makes a big difference if we're talking about this broad range or if we're talking about vision performance. So the definition that we are only looking at the visual part of the spectrum, it was that, that's from the 1930s. That led to the development of the energy-efficient light sources like fluorescent light bulbs and what we have nowadays, the LED light sources, because they are only energy efficient as long as you take the visible spectrum of the uh, into account. Okay. So what makes you know? I'm not going to get into the, all this here. I thought we'd have Dr. Mike on explaining about the the physics of the LEDs and the wavelengths, and but we know that uh, they do not replicate the normal waves of the human body. Uh, we do know, however, near-infrared is critical for mitochondrial and eye health. Near-infrared range affects your health in a number of important ways. It helps prime your cells in your retina, guess what, for repair and regeneration. That's near-infrared. LEDs have virtually no infrared, and they have an excess of blue light that generates what they call reactive oxygen species. That's like a getting uh, too much oxygen and, and cause you to rust. So that's why, uh, probably why, LEDs are so harmful to your eyes and to your overall all health. And it does affect the uh, fuel for your body, the ATP, the adenosine triphosphate, uh, because light is important for mitochondrial energy function. And if you don't get the right kind of light, if it's all artificial and LEDs, uh, you're going you're gonna to have a sick person. So wound healing uh, makes use of infrared, and we, we've seen that with um, methylene blue and, 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 LE and red LEDs. Uh, so there are lots of dangers, ladies and gentlemen, from these LEDs. And I don't know whether we can, we'll still be able to buy incandescents in the future, but uh, we have to think about it. Dr. Jerry, you had you had talked a lot about LEDs and and the vibrations from them. Uh, well, is that still yeah, true? The human, yeah, the human body works on frequencies, and so anything that disrupts the frequency, um, you know, it sets up a pathological condition. I, I believe that the disease process works by uh, the adjacent healthy cells picking up the abnormal frequency of a pathologic cell or a disease cell. And it's, it's harmonics, you know. The adjacent cells pick up the bad vibrations so that over a period of time, it disrupts the physiology. You know, a perfect example is like mercury. You know, mercury, one of the reasons why it's so toxic, it gives off between 13 and 20 different frequencies. Most other heavy metals uh, in our planet only give off one or two frequencies. So when the mercury gets inside the mitochondria or the cell, it's putting out 13 to 20 different frequencies, which disrupts the normal physiology of your cell, mm. and it goes haywire. Wow. That's, uh, ladies and gentlemen, where are you going to get information like this? 
not going to get it on on the uh, as we've been calling them the mainstream media. Not going to hear it. And I read this, uh, Dr. Ron, back in 1988. There was a German uh, physician who wrote an article in a homeopathic journal, and I, and I wrote him a letter. I never heard back, and I, he probably had passed away. But um, you know, this information has been around for a long time. You know, just it doesn't get on the 11 o'clock news because it doesn't, you know, sell. Exactly right. So, ladies and gentlemen, you know. Uh, we get, we're getting a lot of artificial light from LEDs and our children and ourselves are maybe spending too much time in front of a TV screen. I mean, and, and a uh, computer screen. Let me just recommend uh, a program you might want to try. And, and guess what? It's free. It's called Iris, I-R-I-S software. Uh, it will filter out the blue light on your, you know, on your screen and you won't have to do anything about it. It's called Iris software. Uh, you might want to try that. And Amazon.com for 8 or $9 sells blue light blocking glasses. Uh, yeah, if you're going to, uh, if you're not at, not at home, you're using another person's TV screen, uh, you might want to just bring along a pair of, uh, they, they like, they are, they're just uh, sunglasses, but they are blue blocking glasses. And like Dr. Jerry said, uh, it messes up your melatonin, okay, both in your pineal gland and in your retina. Okay, so, uh, you know, you're supposed to get light during the day and then uh, around eight, nine o'clock at night, the melatonin is supposed to kick in and then you're supposed to, that's, that's why you get a good night's sleep. And people are always complaining that uh, they're not sleeping good, right? It, you ever go by, I don't go by a day when somebody's complains that they don't have a good night's sleep. Well, you know what? We've disrupted the normal uh Rhythm, the normal biorhythm. And, and the problem is, Doctor Ron, yeah, you you could turn off your own Wi-Fi, but today, you know, your neighbor's Wi-Fi is permeating through your house, or your next door neighbor in the apartment complex is permeating through your. I mean, I'm sitting in my office right now, and my next door neighbor in the condo office, I pick up his Wi-Fi. Yeah, and and it's like you mentioned today. You're also getting bombarded in your state if you don't have the option of opting out of smart meters. You're getting hit yeah, 24 it's, hours it's a day. Law. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it, somebody got paid off in Harrisburg, and I think it was uh, Rendell, and um, yeah. it been a few years back. And bottom line is it's mandated. So the only way you can get out of the program is through a hardship or illness and you know showing arrhythmias or some type of heart problems or or psychological or hypersensitivity. But it's crazy. I mean, I went head to head with the PUC um, against Pico, the, you know, the energy company. And then I found out that the utility companies kick in like $45 million to pay for the PUC. So, you know, <laughs> it ain't going <laughs> yeah, to work. Fighting. Ain't going <laughs> to work. City Hall. <laughs> you know, uh, when they uh, installed smart meters here in our area, I opted out and it cost me more per month, but it's a minimal price to pay for your health. But then I started, uh, looking at my notes after our conversation earlier today. And then I see that uh, former CIA director, James Woosley, he says the hacking vulnerabilities of this smart grid is really makes us a stupid idea. So we all have these, EM, these EMF meters on our houses, these smart meters. And if somebody wanted to hack it, they could turn off all our power. I mean, isn't that crazy? Well, and like they, I said, they don't think these things through, you know, they just rush it out. 
and uh, it's a control factor. And, you know, the problem with these darn meters, if the meter on your house doesn't have a line of sight to transmit the information back to the home office, it communicates with the house next door and then next door to that and next door to that until it gets a line of sight to, you know, get the information back. So, you know, each house is getting multiple exposures. Exactly. And and then how about electronic privacy? How about the privacy of all this data about how much you use, when you use it? Uh, or what are they going? What are they doing with all this data besides billing us? Uh, well, they sell it to, to commercial outfits. No, but they sell it to commercial companies. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you don't? Did you never sign a privacy concern when the smart meter was put in? Did you? Not, like a HIPAA form? <laughs> you didn't sign anything. Right. They put it you in, point, in the you, middle of the night when you're not aware of it. <laughs> yeah. No informed consent. Well, smart meter health complaints include sleep problems, headache, nausea, anxiety, heart palpitations, tinnitus, ear pain, concentration and memory problems, dizziness, immune, nervous, and hormonal system impacts. And this is from uh, the the government, you know. This is from the government. This this isn't from uh, some, you know, prevention magazine or whatever. So pregnant women and children... Yeah, right. my my mentor, uh, Teacher Klinghart, uh, he was talking about how he would cure, you know, Parkinson's or cancer or ALS, and then these people would get these smart meters on their house, and it would bring back the disease process like within two weeks. It causes a disconnect between your brain and the organs. It disrupts the physiology of the cells, and you know the the bottom line is, once you lower the energy of the cells, you can't kick the viruses out. So it's really a problem, and, you know, they only look at the the warming effect, and they say, well, everything else is inconsequential. It has no impact. But, you know, there's so much documentation in the medical literature now with hypersensitivity and all these disease processes. It's 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 proven now. But, you know, they, was it, I don't know, a billion dollars or so for these meter projects? Yeah, and, and exactly, and it's all it's all controlled. You, you you don't have a lot of input into it. And and what did Doctor uh, uh, um, uh, uh what's uh, Tarno Tarn? Uh, oh my gosh, Jerry! Oh, Talmor, Talmor, Doctor Talmor. What did he say? He said it in, it, it actually interferes with the blood brain barrier, letting things oh, get absolutely. in your brain. You know. So uh, and 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 then uh, there's there was an article that I had saved. Uh, I thought I was going to get a fight with Florida Power and Light, but they were really good about it. They just took it out the next day. But you know, uh, shrubbery around these smart meters dying. So you know, gosh, that should tell you something. Yeah, and and fires too, because I know there was numerous reports around the country that um, you know all of a sudden they would catch on fire and uh, homes could burn down. Wow. It just, it just, they, it is all for the dollar and no, no thought about the long-term effects. And, you know, you, you know, you fight, your body fights it for a long time. And then all of a sudden you get sick. Well, you didn't get all, get sick all of a sudden. It's been building up for a lot of years. Your body's been fighting uh, uh, the smart meter, the, the toxins, the, the uh, inflammation that we're put, put through every day. So. Yeah. One of the it, interesting uh, problems you know, we we don't think about this, but, you know, Emoto, that Japanese researcher, showed that water is a crystal and you could imprint a frequency into water. Well, 
you know, if your meter is close to your kitchen sink or uh, water lines, you know, the EMFs are going through the brick wall. They're going through your drywall. And if your pipes are running through the wall, it's going to imprint the water that you're drinking. <laughs> Boy, whoever thought of that? I mean, who thinks of that and talks about it except uh, you here on, on, on well, Dr. Well, you know, I'm in tune with this stuff. Yeah. It's, it just makes sense. Um you know, we're just exposed to all this craziness and people don't take into consideration of, you know, frequencies. Uh, um, you know, you, you could have a elect- uh, uh, clock radio near your, your bed and that could be influencing, causing insomnia and, and illness. And, you yeah, know, what's really for- weird, you know, what, what's really weird, um, I have Wi-Fi in my house and, you know, I finally turned it off and went hardwire, but I had a meter and unfortunately, my wife passed away. It'll be five years in January. But the Wi-Fi worked on her side of the bed, and not on my side of the bed. It was just far enough away where I couldn't get contact in my mm-hmm. phone. And I'm yeah. just wondering now, because she came down with cancer, if that wasn't a major factor in in her disease process. Yeah, as you you and I both know, it definitely lowers your immunity. Jerry, yep. are, you, are you familiar with the FCC radiation safety standards? Anyway, let's just talk about it just briefly because they sure. are in my notes. <laughs> they the, the thermal standards are for short-term effects, 5 to 30 minutes, and are configured, guess this, ready to hear this, for a 6-foot-2, 200-pound male. So every any, if you're less than that, that, that 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 that's the radiation exposure. So the meters are assessed for safety, compliance, and isolation. Remember, you just said they go from meter that they're they're networked. Well, right. they're not tested that way. They're tested in isolation, and they're they designed the Monday to night operate football. In, they did the yeah. Monday night football crowd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you, do you know that? I I just just look at it again in my notes. Other sources of RF radio frequency. Or Wi-Fi, we just talked about that. These new phones called DECT, D-E-C-T, uh, cell phones, cell towers, baby monitors. So, yeah, people uh, think that they're safe. These baby monitors. Yeah. And how about the uh, the cordless phones? You know, they're 900 um, megahertz, and and it's constantly contacting the base phone. So you're you're getting these darn signals uh, all during the day in the house. And then when you hold it up to your head, you're frying, you know, half your brain. <laughs> Jeez. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you're interested in smart meters and what you can do, there are lots of organizations that, that, that are sort of uh, tag, take back your power. Uh, and you can just Google smartmeter.com and, uh, or smart meter information and get packages from all of these people. But it's really uh, something you really have to pay attention to for long-term health. Uh, you, in my opinion, you don't want a smart meter on your house. And if it costs you $5 more a month, that's a small price to pay for, for being healthy. So you, don't, you spend it on health and not on disease. Before we leave this subject, Dr. Jerry, could you tell me about a Faraday cage and, and, and what yeah, I was it's just supposed gonna, to do? Yeah, bring that up to you. Um, a good friend of mine sent me an email um, the other night, and um, I went online, and I'm trying to look up uh, the name of the company. Um, let's see where the heck it was. But anyway, the thing that impressed me, they were using a meter 
to measure the outside radiation from, you know, the, the electric meter anyway. And I have the same meter. It's like a 300-hour uh, made in Germany, very precise, um, milliwatts. And they put this Faraday cage that this, their company made right over the meter. You don't have to screw anything in or any fancy work. You know, it just sits right on there, and it dramatically reduced the EMFs. I was amazed. So I ordered one. So I have to give you some feedback when I when I get it. Okay. Well, you know, if if you're in a state maybe like uh, Pennsylvania where yeah. they are mandated and you don't have a medical condition yet, yeah, this might be an option for you. I just just ran across a quote from Dr. Sinatra. Most people in the health industry and uh, know about Dr. Stephen Sinatra. He's a really uh, board certified cardiologist. He used to do angiograms, but he uh, started studying the cholesterol problem and 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 how to be healthy. And he's really an integrative uh, metabolic cardiologist, I think he calls himself now. And he's co-founder of Doctors for Safe Schools. And he's telling everybody that the heart is sensitive to this to the Wi-Fi's at, uh, that in our schools. Okay, and Dr. Sinatra says that children in high-tech classrooms have complained of dizziness, racing heart, or irregular heartbeat. Weakness, anxiety, fatigue, feeling faint, difficulty concentrating. How about that for school? And chest well, pain that, or pressure. Yeah. Dr. Run, I was out to dinner uh, on Saturday night with a, an old friend of mine. She's a retired dentist. And her blood pressure, like they moved to a new uh, apartment complex in Center City. And her blood pressure has always been normal. And all of a sudden, she's running like, you know, 180 over 100. And couldn't figure out what the heck's going on. So they had one of these um, people that kind of like survey your your place where you're living to see if there's any interferences. And when they turned off the Wi-Fi, within five minutes, her blood pressure went back to normal. And then turned on the Wi-Fi, it went back up to like 180 over 100, like almost within minutes. Wow. So 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 tell her that there is uh, no effect. Uh, Wi-Fi on our on our system. Yeah. See, see how well, far yeah, that gets. Yeah, if you listen to Barry Trower, it's sterilizing the little children in the elementary school. But, you know, it's affecting the heart. There's no two ways about it. But very little people are aware of the fact that it's messing up the the genetic makeup of the ovaries and the testes on these little kids. And and a woman who's pregnant and is sleeping in a bedroom that has an active Wi-Fi has a much greater chance of having an autistic child because it, it denatures the, the protein in the brain. Yeah. Well, it, it, and it breaks off the uh, telomeres. Yeah. Code. Well, let's just stick with EMF for a while because electromagnetic radiation, I think the research uh, has to be done, but there's no doubt in my mind that, that – uh, EMF causes cancer. Uh, the Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi routers we just talked about, the microwaves. I, I, I see uh, studies, they, they say they're inconclusive, but when I look at the numbers, it's, sure, it's like it could go either way depending on how the authors want to uh, interpret the data. Uh, so I think electromagnetic radiation, we have to be really careful because it can cause cancer. I think it affects brain function, Dr. Jerry. Uh, yeah. Just well, like, I just found it that really, 
Yeah, the company that I ordered, they also make a Faraday cage for routers, too. The only downside is it'll diminish by about 40% the, the distance that the router will work. But, um, you know, if you have to use it, you want to protect yourself as best as possible. It was smart, smartmeterguard.com. I don't get any commissions or any <laughs> any royalties from these people, right. but um, I was impressed with their the fact that they used the meter, you know, to determine the the high rate of um, milliwatts that was being given off, and then they put the cage on there, and boom, it just knocked it down next to nothing. So, this, you know, you want to see evidence, and, and uh, have, you have to protect well, yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, we talk about EWG, the Environmental Working Group. Uh, they have some studies on their website. Uh, EWG, ladies and gentlemen, uh, they examine uh, uh, sunscreens to see which ones are safe, which one. Actually, some sunscreens, ladies and gentlemen, can cause cancer, but you can find it at EWG.org. There are some studies there, uh, Dr. Jerry, that uh, small studies, but they're thinking that EMF works in the brain by causing inflammation. And mm-hmm. and what what have you and I talked about over the over the past year about the root cause of most diseases is chronic inflammation. Sure. You know, in the brain, right? So between that and, and the Franken studies, studies, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's lab studies uh, that show that this EMF uh, can cause symptoms of dementia and DNA damage, just like we just talked about. What does DNA damage cause? Uh, any, and lots of diseases, ladies and gentlemen, including cancer. And this study on that website was shocking in that this damage occurred just two hours after exposure to cell phone radiation. Just two hours. And you lose your antioxidants. Okay, even they, they, they measured antioxidants in the saliva. That's pretty good, really. That was a good, good thing to do. And, you know, your saliva has a lot of functions. It does form pathogens, ladies and gentlemen. Probably well, one of the other- first... Uh, yeah, one of the other real problems, you know, you put a cell phone to a little kid's ear for, you know, a two-minute conversation, it, it messes you up for hours. And, um, yeah. you know, the, in some of these foreign countries like Switzerland and all, they don't allow cell phones until they're, I think, like 14 or 15 years old. Yeah, I was at a uh, restaurant uh, uh, with my father, and I the little baby – uh, was playing with a cell phone given to her by the parents to uh, distract her, and the darn thing was on. Oh, and uh, I just had to go over there and say, you know, I just, you know, I, I would caution you not to do that. And the you know, baby's head in her mouth and between her crotch and everything. And uh, and they they just totally unaware of, of what they were doing to their child. Yeah, disconnect. Well, I had my meter over my friend's houses on Saturday, and I would... I read the, everyone's cell phone, and it went way over the 2,000 milliwatts. And anything over 5 milliwatts, according to uh, Dietrich Klinghardt, who's an MD, PhD, is deleterious to your health. And, and these phones were, like, way over 2,000. And the other interesting thing, I was checking his house out, and I was walking down the steps, and my meter started buzzing like crazy, and I was walking right over the the uh, cellar area where he had his Wi-Fi and one little area going down the steps, it just went off the chart. So I said, you know, it's your choice, but uh, you may want to seriously consider turning this thing off when you're not using it. Well, all right. So 
before we leave this again, because the, it keeps coming up. So we, you had talked about the air headphones. I, I don't remember the exact name, but they're, they're yeah, headphones. Yeah, anti, anti-radiation air. headset. Uh, it's about, I bought it on Amazon. It was like $30. And what's interesting, uh, Dr. Talmore, I think, on his website shows a meter reading of, of a cell phone and then a meter reading with the earbuds and the earbuds are frying your brain bilaterally. So it's actually magnifying the, the deleterious effects to your brain. And then he took the, you know, the air, um, they call anti-radiation headset that has a tube, an air tube that connects between a little speaker and to the earbud. So you get absolutely no radiation to your brain. Yeah. And I, I would let me add to that. Please, ladies, do carry yourself in your bra. And please, gentlemen and ladies, also avoid using your laptop on your lap when it's connected to a power source. You're just frying the organs around that that those devices. Yeah, there's a pad. It's called the Hara Pad. It's about seventy-five dollars, and it fits on these. Uh, tablets and these you know your laptops because you're getting the radiation directly into your genitals um and you know people you know take for granted they think well this stuff is safe and there's no adverse effects and you know even you're sitting in the car people don't realize that the steering column has all this electromagnetic disturbance in it and you're zapping your gonads with it yeah, and and I didn't didn't understand it. I maybe you do. I'll bring it up, but I'm I'm still researching it. Dr. Tomware had said that when you're using a cell phone in your car, you it's actually your Faraday cage. So I I don't know exactly what he meant. I have to I have a follow up conversation, but I think he meant that you, you know the car is just keeping all that radiation in, inside that metal. But I'm yeah, not sure of that ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that's yeah. the antenna. So. I mean, the yeah, we're taking all... well, it's the same same thing in the house, Dr. Ron. Um, if you ground a wire onto a copper pipe, it literally turns your plumbing into a whole big antenna. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. Well, some sometime we, you know, Dr. Mercola is a big proponent of earthing or grounding. Uh, you know, just like taking a barefoot uh, walk, like we used to in the early days on the, you know, on your on the grass. Uh, maybe we got to get used to unplugging stuff around our bed, keeping our bedroom clear of uh, electromagnetic fields. Uh, unplug that Wi-Fi, turn it off at night when it's not in use. Absolutely. You know, just do, do what you can do, and don't you know? Don't get defeatist about it. You know, we we can't. We're not going to be going back to cavemen. We do like so the, this technology, but uh, when you know when you when you go to bed at night, turn off the. Some people even turn off the circuit breakers to their bedrooms. But you definitely can turn off that Wi-Fi. Yeah, and it's amazing the difference how you'll feel. It just calms down your whole body. I mean, you're stimulating your adrenals, your thyroid, your other organs, and your body's in kind of like fight-or-flight mechanism. Yeah, so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we've been talking here with Dr. Ron, Unfiltered, Uncensored, along with Dr. Jerry and Dr. Dan uh, talking a little bit about light, uh, LED lighting, uh, electromagnetic fields, smart meters, and how to protect yourself from cell phone radiation and electromagnetic fields from laptops. Let's just take a minute break. Uh, here, Dr. Ron from uh, Naples, Florida, uh, with his uh, 
cryotherapy unit, uh, nitrogen-based, fully monitored, never left alone. This is Dr. Ron Repesey of Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa, your place to chill at 239-658-COOL. If you've not heard of whole body cryotherapy and suffer with back pain, joint pain, arthritis, fibromyalgia, or you're an athlete that wants quick recovery from sports injuries, then come chill with us at Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Sauna. Cryospa treatments take only three minutes and are supervised by physicians. Sessions are one-on-one in a private environment. Each treatment can also burn five to 800 calories. As seen on Dr. Oz, Cool Cryospa is truly amazing technology. Let's hear what Dr. Kurt Biggs, a well-respected orthopedic surgeon in Naples, has to say about Cool Cryotherapy. Hi, I'm Dr. Biggs of the Joint Replacement Institute. Since I started applying the Cool Cryosauna, my patients are healing much quicker and athletes are seeing quick recovery. I recommend this procedure for my surgical patients and athletes. Call Dr. Repesey now to schedule your Cool Cryo trial session, 239-658-COOL, 239-658-2665, located at 1575 Pine Ridge Road in the Newville's Italian Bistro Plaza. Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa. Come chill with us. Okay, that's uh, down at 1575 Pine Ridge uh, Road here there in, in Naples. Uh, just a beautiful office. Dr. Ron is a uh, board-certified neurological chiropractor, passes boards in neurology, along with doing chiropractic and functional medicine. So, ladies and gentlemen, we've been talking with Dr. Dan, Dr. Jerry uh, about a variety of subjects. Uh, let's just see, Dr. Dan, any anything to add to what we've been talking about? Well, there. First of all, I think your CFLs would be your worst bulbs. Am I correct? Absolutely. Yep. Followed by the LEDs. Yep. And then the best thing to use would be you're saying the incandescents, if you can get them, right? Yes, right. because even even the halogens and fluorescents have a, a wavelength that's not conducive to your health. In fact, fluorescents can deplete your body of vitamin B12. Yeah, aren't they kind of equal to the LE, the, well, the CFLs? Am I right? They're kind of yes. like a CFL type? Yes. Right, so, CF bulbs, they have mercury vapor in them too, and that gives off uh, mercury frequencies. Right, in the, in the CFLs. So when yeah. I heard about that, I converted my house to LED. <laughs> Now I have to go back to Home Depot and see what I could do to get back to incandescence. That would yeah, be the well, way to still go, available. am I right? Well, they're still available, Dr. Dan. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, there seems to be a, a tremendous increase in autoimmune diseases lately that I see. Yeah. And you know, uh, I wonder what, what, what's frustrating is people uh, don't pay attention to the, the subjects we're talking about. They're taking it for granted. And I'm hearing more and more, oh, gosh, Joe was so healthy his whole life. He just got sick last week and got cancer and died. It doesn't happen that way. It takes years to get unhealthy. Uh, They just don't don't take care of themselves the way they should. I'll tell you a funny story about you you mentioning the neighbors next door. I'm sitting here the other night, and... uh, uh, my sound keeps disappearing on my TV. So I said, what's what's going on? I'm in and out of the room. I go back, and I see the numbers go from like 30 to zero. And I walk out of the room. It happens again. It kept going. I said, somebody must have some kind of Wi-Fi or some kind of a, a TV with, with a remote that's affecting mine. Huh. And then my wife told me the other night uh, while she was uh, – 
asleep, she heard the TV go on. And she thought I was up, and I didn't. So could it be that all these other people are having a, such a tremendous effect on the Wi-Fi situation, even if it isn't in our own home, like you were mentioning? Well, like Dr. Jerry said, you know, you, you have the Wi-Fi of all your neighbors around you. And there is a, right. there is a website called antennasearch.org, antennasearch.org, that will tell you all the antennas, Wi-Fi antennas in your neighborhood. I have oh, 200 yeah. in my end, and it's, it's really crazy. I also like to uh, – oh, you have 200 in your neighborhood? Yep. You know, because okay. the uh, – the, that the community uses has they they get their reading from that and it, it'll it'll uh, it'll break it down for you. Okay, one of one of our uh, good friends in Pine Island, um, I think one of the uh, phone companies uh, might have been Verizon. I I don't know. Asked them if they could put a tower there on Pine Island so that they could use all this Wi-Fi. Well, they did that. And they agreed to it. I guess they're getting money for it. And now she has maxillofacial cancer. Wow. And she can't eat, and she's got a tube in and all this other business. So there's a possibility that these things – not a possibility. They really are dangerous. Well, you know, Dr. Dan, years ago I had a patient. He worked for the telephone company, electric company, and the mm. lineman had a 13% increase in brain tumors. Because working up on the poles, they were exposed to electromagnetic fields from the wires. And, of course, oh, the unions yeah. yeah, the unions were protesting and everything. But, uh, of course, the industry, you know, they come up with their smoke and mirrors, you know, false science and everything and try to dispel that. But um, it, it's crazy. You know, it's, it's, it's all around. Yeah, there, there was also the, uh, uh, you, you know how the uh, policemen will uh, hold the gun? Yeah, the radar. The radar. The the radar gun? Well, I understand that there was an increase in testicular cancer. And those policemen, because they used to have the gun down by their uh, groin area. Well, you know, another, you just brought a jar to another thought. Um, I think it was Logan Airport. The TSA workers that were, you know, milling around close to these uh, scanners that they're using for the uh, passengers now. They had an increase in cancer rate. Uh, yeah, they think these things are safe. When I go to the airport, I, I opt out to get a pat down, and then I always pay the guy a compliment. I said, you know, you're so good, you should charge. <laughs> <laughs> you get the pat down instead, huh? <laughs> Absolutely. I won't go through those crazy machines. They have no safety uh, studies. And, in fact, I think Europe, they've, they've stopped them because they don't have safety studies. Wow, it, it it doesn't it doesn't make sense. I mean, it's radiation. Let's let's face it. Exactly. I went through them a few times, and I was uh, I I don't know what to think because oh they're safe they're safe and then after yeah, you do yes, it, I always it. tell them when Obama goes through that machine, I'll be right behind them. <laughs> and I bet he doesn't. <laughs> hey hey doctors, do you, have any of you heard of a fish called sway s w a i? S that I think. I don't know if you mentioned it to me, Ron, but I have heard the name somewhere. What is it? Well, what is it? Sway fish is a type of white fish. has a mild flavor, flaky texture. It's a freshwater fish native to Vietnamese rivers. Guess what? It's a type of catfish. And that's what oh, it's that's that's the other, the other right. name is called a Vietnamese catfish or basa. 
Mm-hmm. About Bossa. How many times you see that? But it's not Bossa. It's not really Bossa. Okay. This, this fish is a, a real uh, horrible fish. It's, it's technically considered a catfish, but it's not subject to stringent uh, uh, imports of catfish. Uh, it's, it's a problem. It, it has antibiotics in it. It's, it's got lots of different names. But it's one of the foods, anyway, I just want to bring up. It's SWA, SWAI fish or uh, uh, this, this type of bossa fish. It's farmed in heavily polluted freshwater ponds from the Mekong Delta River. How about so it's, that? So it's bad news then. It's bad fish. Factory farms. It's very got bad loads and loads. You can't find it in certain uh, states. I don't really have that in front of me. I think like Alabama, where they they have catfish, so they they they, they protect their own. But uh, the fish tested positive for cancer, causing malachite green, a veterinary mm. drug used to treat sick fish. You know, horrible fish, ladies and gentlemen, uh, from Vietnam, from the Mekong Delta re- region. So. You want to avoid that and go with that wild-caught Alaskan salmon, those Pacific sardines, good Atlantic mackerel. You know, you just can't. They change the names of these fishes. I mean, who the heck even knows what you're reading? I, 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 did, I read a study where they uh, uh, did genetic tests on, on, like, grouper. It wasn't even close. You know, so it's crazy. Wow. I, don't, I, don't know. I, I, I don't really have any answer for you, ladies and gentlemen. It's just that SWAI, you can Google it, look it up. There's a chain of stores called Aldi's, A-L-D-I. Uh, they recall 26,000 pounds of those fillets, okay, because uh, they're so toxic. How do you spell it, on S-W-A-I? S-W-A-I. Okay. Yeah, um, I know Aldi's. They have one near my home in Pennsylvania. <laughs> okay, so just so you know, it's a... That's like two bucks a pound. So, but it's what it does to your health is you can't put a dollar figure on it. Mm. All That's right, good. ladies and gentlemen, uh, you've been listening to Dr. Ron on Filtered Uncensored. We have Dr. Dan and Dr. Jerry uh, on the program today. Thank you so much. Um, we're going to not go uh, for the last five minutes because the host is. Uh, uh, has other things to do and since I am self-funding I just want to remind you all ladies and gentlemen that life is short so smile while you still have teeth <laughs> that's for Dr. Jerry <laughs> I always have to save something for him well yeah I have a, a cue and it says you can avoid reality but you cannot avoid the consequences of avoiding reality <laughs> <laughs> That, that that belongs to one of Dr. Murphy's uh, Dr. Murray's uh, uh, old books there, old newsletter. That's a good one. Thank you, Dr. Dr. Dan. Any anything? <laughs> I'm just laughing here. <laughs> You're cracking me up. I, mean, I hope we all have our teeth. I think we do. <laughs> <laughs> well, smile while you got them, Dr. Dan. Well, well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk. Uh, God willing, next week, let's talk a little bit about something we haven't talked a lot about, the visible spectrum of light and how light and color light therapy has been around since the uh, 19th century. 
In fact, the Nobel Prize was given to uh, uh, a researcher uh, in medicine in 1903 for his work with colors and how they have, at that time now, ladies and gentlemen, 1903, you hear Dr. Jerry talk about energy all the time. But he was doing this and got a Nobel Prize in 1903, different energies and vibrations causing different reactions in the human body. All right, so every, we think we're, everything is new. Well, we have better computers, and we, uh, but this 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 information has been suppressed, and you know our our government would rather have us use a drug than a natural light therapy. Talk a little bit about that next week if it's okay with our co-hosts, and uh, I want to just say thank you everyone so much for listening. Uh, to Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, try and bring you the rest of the story like the old Paul Harvey used to do. And um, with that, gentlemen, uh, anything final, Dr. Dan? Yeah, as I as I like to say, um, I will see you on the radio next week. Okay. Uh, I told you where oh, that, that came that, from. You said uh, uh, Howard Gosell? Howard Cosell in in a Woody Allen movies. See you on the radio, ladies and gentlemen. Dr. Jerry, thank you you so much. Thank you for your kind words. They were really important to my father. I read them to him. Uh, Really thoughtful of you. You're welcome. Okay. Thank you, everybody. See you next week. Next week. Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron have left the building. Thank you for listening to Rejuvenation Health Radio here on LockedTalkRadio.com. See you next week. Ciao.